0: I paid my dues
1: time after time. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin.
0: This segment is brought to you by Empire Title Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold
1: winner.
0: Well, thanks for tuning in. I am Jay Garvins, and you've happened to cross the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, heard every week right here on Cardio, whether you're listening on Monday or whether you're listening on Tuesday evening or whether you're on the marquee time of Saturday morning here with me, I welcome you, I appreciate you taking the time, you have a lot of things that you can do this hour, and I appreciate the fact that you spend it with me. I want you to know that you can reach out to me at any time at 719-330-1457, 330-1457, you also can just go out to ChurchillColorado.com, not only do I host this show, I also... I'm the founder and part owner of Garvin's Group at Churchill Mortgage. Been in the lending industry for 20 years now, since uh, mid 1998 when I was still wearing a pickle suit for the Army, flying Black Hawk helicopters down there at Fort Carson, Butts Army Airfield for Medevac, 571st Medevac Company. I was part of the third ACR that's no longer there, but the fourth ID is the bright and hopeful. Big brother that's down there now. I appreciate all the service members down there. And if you're listening and you are a service member, thank you for your service. A soldier spends a lot of time outside of Colorado if they're assigned uh, in Afghanistan, in Iraq, now a little bit in Syria, in Southwest Asia, wherever you are. I appreciate your service. I enjoyed the heck out of my 10 years on active duty and then another four in uh, the reserves and ROTC. And now I fly a microphone. Been doing the Jay Garvin show here for going on seven years. It'll be in January. Matt and I, my radio producer, are coming on our 400th show, changing up some of the uh, promotions that we do, focused on that. It's amazing that we've been together for 400 shows over six years now. I also do educational classes. You can go to ChurchillColorado.com and sign up for those classes. We just had a barn burner of a class this last Tuesday on the 21st of August. Today is the 25th, 4 days ago, Tuesday night, the third Tuesday of every single month at 6:30 p.m. to 8:30 p.m., I do a radio show class. This last one was on investment property purchases. I had 25 new people, you radio listeners, more of 15, 20 of which I had never met 30 people in the class with real estate agents and my staff. Very, very exciting. Please, if you're interested in those classes at all, they're worth $95 tuition value. They are offered for you, the radio listener, for free. That's a $95 value. The next class in September, the third week of September, is going to be on home buyers and the home buyer process if you have anybody that's going through the home buyer process you need to just show up on Tuesday September 18th at 6:30 p.m. and we're going to go through the home buyer class we call it the new home buyer class but it's because the process is new not that the home or the buyer is new so the new home buyer class and then in October on the 23rd Tuesday the 23rd of October at 6.30 p.m., I am doing a class called Your Home, Your Mortgage, and Your Retirement. That's for people 55 years and older. And then for the last class of the year on November 20th, Tuesday the 20th, I'm going to have my last investment property class, which is the most popular. And today, I've also got a popular radio show title for you. I've got also a popular guest for you. I've also got a popular turtle in my pocket. I'm just kidding. There's nothing. There's not a turtle. There's not a froggy in my pocket. I just am saying I'm excited about being here. And my special guest is Justin Hermes, not because he's special or he's special needs. Oh, to, no, he's there. Because he's a guest and he happens to be special. He's going to be on and he's going to be talking about today's topic for the radio show. So without further ado, we have the drum roll, Matt. Today's show is titled, A Closer Look at the City for Champions Campaign. So, a closer look at the City for Champions Campaign. It used to be the City of Champions Campaign, but I'll talk about that during the show. That is a teaser. I also want to talk to you about the three big takeaways before we go in. See, every single show that I do is related to mortgage, most directly, real estate investment, Also, directly, but then as well indirectly with your retirement, your financial planning, and your budgeting. So, the big takeaways on this show is where, first of all, will the City for Champions lead us in the next 12, 24, 36 months? Secondly, how will the City for Champions campaign personally affect you? So, first, where is it going to lead us as a community? Number two, where? Will it affect you personally? And then lastly, can you take any information at all from this radio show, and what can you do to prepare and position your family and profit from the City for Champions campaign? So we're going to jump into that. We're going to have the guest, Justin Hermes, come in. And some of the background on that, I'm assuming everybody knows at least the title of City for Champions, but City for Champions was actually launched or proposed in December of 2013, by our very first elected strong mayor, Steve Bach, prior to John Suthers, after our mayor Lionel Rivera, and a strong mayor meant that for the very first time, rather than a figurehead with five to ten thousand dollars of annual income, the strong mayor actually put the onus of responsibility on the mayor who is an elected official and now is making over a hundred thousand dollars a year and obviously a full-time position as opposed to an honorary mayor before that was making maybe five to ten thousand dollars a year and now the onus is put on the mayor for constructive completion of ideas projects and campaigns instead of the city manager so that's some of the background and in December of 2013 there was a larger proposal around the state of tax-supported campaigns, and Mayor Steve Bach put together a plan, which I think was well-orchestrated, of a business mind. I could be incorrect, but I believe it was the very first elected position that Steve Bach had ever had, which is interesting because he was actually the predecessor to the model that we now have in this administration, a businessman in a position. I think to some extent that he garnished some of the same criticism, and he accomplished things because... A politician's goal in many cases, and I speak this from a third disinterested party's opinion. I've never been an elected official. People like John Suthers, or friends of mine like Amy Latham or Keith King, who have all been elected individuals, could tell you better. But I see on the forefront in articles that I've read that the key position for a politician is to reach compromise, where a key position for a businessman to reach is profitability and a completion date on a project. If you don't get things done and you don't make a profit, you're not going to be a business owner for long. You can be a politician forever and never get things done and never honor your promises and never make revenue for the entity that you're voted for, but you can't do that as a business person. So digressing and coming back, Steve Bach proposed the city, I believe it was City of Champions Project at the time for Colorado Springs, where there was going to be over $120 million of shared tax incentives coming from the state in order to promote Colorado Springs. So that's what I want to talk about today. Please remember on the third segment, I am going to have Justin Hermes in the studio. He's a licensed real estate agent. We have real estate realities with him. We're going to go deep into the city of champions that he's educated in. But after the break, I'm going to start through how... The City for Champions, name came to be from City of Champions. Then I'm going to talk about how it evolved into different portions of the project and what it means currently for our city, real estate, and mortgage. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, and I'll be back right after these important messages.
1: The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi. Jay Garvin.
0: This segment is brought to you by Aero Moving and Storage and Patrick Giprich, your relocation consultant. Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show. Today I am taking the entire hour to talk about the city for champions in Colorado Springs. We're taking a closer look. I've got Justin Hermes with Real Estate Realities coming on the next segment, but I really want to take some time to introduce this subject and also get through housekeeping. So bear with me here. If you've never heard my voice, my name is Jay. You can give me a call at seven one nine three three zero. One four five seven. I would love the right, the opportunity to earn, the ability to help you with your next purchase or refinance loan. I just talked to a gal this week, a nice gal, Nancy. She called in and said, hey, Jay, I, I needed some advice on a mortgage that I'm completing with another company in town. And I said, hey, Nancy, I appreciate it, appreciate you listening, but I want to make it very clear to you guys. I'm going to talk to you either way. I'm learning in my older years to be a nicer guy rather than a judgmental guy. But I'm very clear on the fact that I spend forty to $50,000 a year of my own money to come on the radio and educate you and hopefully provide transparent education for free. I do that with the request that I can earn the right competitively to earn your business in your next purchase or refinance loan. And you, as a radio listener... And let radio listeners as a group have been absolutely phenomenal. Not only have I helped thousands of you with your purchase and refinance loan and your investment properties and your guidance on selling a home and purchasing a home and all of these things, but you've also shared the most important relationships in your life your family, your friends, your adult children, your coworkers, your fellow parishioners at your church to talk with me as well and that means everything. But I also Nancy or anybody else don't want you to get offended when say, hey, I'm going to give you a bite of free advice. But if you can't work with me on a mortgage, go get your advice from the mortgage dude that is helping you, because it's a not get your cake and eat it to kind of world. It's amazing how that works. It's a whole separate subject. I appreciate you guys, but I just want to make it clear that I love the right to earn your business on your next purchase or refinance transaction and. Before we go into the city for champions right there, housekeeping. very timely is the knock on the door for housekeeping. housekeeping. I may be your southern Colorado and now all of Colorado home mortgage Jedi in my knowledge for the radio show topics, but also I always resort to being Tommy boy as well with housekeeping and my little sales pitch on the news. And there's a couple key articles that I want to share with you this one really alarmed me this one was in the newspaper the Gazette here Friday the 17th of August about 10 days ago maybe a little bit more Colorado Springs nationally is surveyed in the top six hottest housing markets and this actually concerns me when I did the uh, economic update with Bill McAfee we are dancing between 12 and 14 percent appreciation this year And that's fantastic, but if we get up to 18%, that's three times the average. So if you look at 400 different metropolitan areas, Colorado Springs is ranked number six. The only other two hot markets in the top 400-some that were ranked was Pueblo actually came in number 16. Interestingly enough, Denver-Aurora Lakewood actually came in at 83, and Fort Collins came in at 90, And Boulder came in at 92. Grand Junction came in at 111. So if you look at it, there's no other metropolitan area in Colorado that even comes remotely close to being as hot as Colorado Springs. And the only remotely close one is Pueblo. And I've been doing a lot of research and sharing with my investors and with my radio listeners and my mortgage clients about the potential of investing in Pueblo. So it confirms what we're doing here on the Jay Garvin Show. It also says. The hottest zip code, 80922, the northeast side, including Stetson Hills and Springs Ranch, are the hottest part of Colorado Springs. And that's interesting because this was the only zip code during the Great Recession that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac officially identified as a decreasing or depleting value zip code. So it's because Stetson Hills, Springs Ranch, 80922 decreased so intently or intensively during the recession, that it's even recognized as one of the fastest, if not the fastest-growing one in all of Colorado Springs now. And the important thing is is that I've done shows in the past that have been titled All Zip Codes and Neighborhoods Are Not Created Equal, and it's interesting. If we look back at the math at 80922, I want to share with you what 80922 has done over the last five years and exactly how it ranks as i'm pulling this up here i want to share with you that 35 percent appreciation that we've had across the board in the last five years for colorado springs but now looking at this list here of zip codes 80829 which is manitou actually only appreciated 18 percent where you have 80905 just to the south and a little bit west of downtown appreciated 65%. So all zip codes are not created equal. And in that case, 80922 is no different. I'll get you that statistic there when we come back after the break. I cannot find it, but I will tell you that it's about a 40%. Here I've got it right now. 80922 is 39.3, 39.3% appreciation over the last seven years that makes it 14th but 80905 appreciated 63 percent 80910 appreciated 62.9 percent 80909 appreciated 55.8 percent and then 80903 appreciated 55 percent all of those are in and around the downtown area but 80922 did do exceptionally well now some of the markets in this housekeeping that are as hot or hotter than Colorado Springs in July report were Midland, Texas, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Boise, Idaho, San Francisco, Oakland, and Hayward, California, and believe it or not, Columbus, Ohio. So, Midland, Texas, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Boise, Idaho, San Francisco, again, is on the top of every list, and Columbus, Ohio were the top five. Colorado Springs was number six. On the bottom people that actually lost money in appreciation were Charlottesville and Lynchburg, Virginia, Albany, Georgia, Naples, Florida. Interesting. Huma, Louisiana, it's just southwest part of New Mexico, and then, um, I mean, of New Orleans. Those were the top, uh, the bottom five. So in an article, the great thing about Colorado Springs is that we have been appreciating. The dangerous thing that you have to keep in mind now that if we don't very quickly supplement these appreciations with substantial projects like the City for Champions which I'm going to talk about today and more importantly long-term stable manufacturing and white-collar six-figure jobs then we're going to have some adjustments in real estate and the economic market here to pay for in the future if we don't have those second is now this article here that I read to you Springs number no. 6 in National Survey is directly from Rich Laden and it's a local article. I paused and hesitated there because this next article that I'm going to talk about is the existing home sales slump unexpectedly to a 2-year low. Now this is an article that is cut and pasted from Bloomberg News. And this is interesting because it says look at at the current pace houses are on the market at a longer period of time nationally where it says, hey, it's going to take four and a half months to sell the entire inventory of homes in Virginia or in Florida or in parts of Texas, but that's not the case at all here in Colorado. In Colorado, we're still burning through 85% of the inventory every single month, and right now, you've only got 50 to 60% of the inventory that's being burned through every single month, And where they say the slump of home sales was more than 8.3% decline. And actual home sales took place in the Northeast, where the South and the Midwest also decreased but not as much. It very clearly in this Bloomberg News says in the West, prices still rose. So in Colorado, in Idaho, in Nevada, in California, parts of Arizona, parts of Washington, parts of Oregon are still increasing Dramatically, and that's a brain shift where a lot of the jobs are going. There's other reasons for that, but to keep it simple, that's what's happening. So just keep that in mind because there's two things happening you have a slowing of the market nationally, and we believe that's a couple different items one, affordability, number two, the interest rates are increasing, and number three, infrastructure and jobs, and we don't get that as much. So to end the segment here, I want to jump back into the title and at least go through it the city four champions taking a closer look when justin comes in in the next segment i want to talk about over the last five years what has happened since 2013 december of 2013 in december of 2018 it's going to be five years what's happened with the city of champions well basically in an introduction what's happened is there's been four phases that has been introduced there's been the phase for the Olympic Museum downtown which is underway. It's almost halfway complete and I will go into that. Number two is we actually have the Sports and Medicine and Performance Center at UCCS. The blueprints are put together on that and they're starting to approach building and groundbreaking. Then of course after that we've got the Welcome Center at the Air Force Academy that there's almost a contract in place with the blue and silver to get that jumping and going. And then lastly, most controversially, the last portion of this is the downtown Switchback Stadium and the CC Hockey Arena that are in place. That's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to talk about some of the specifics with Justin Hermes, what it does, how it affects the city, more importantly, how it is going to affect you. Don't go anywhere. Listen to these important messages. Go sign up for one of my classes during the break, and I'll be back right after these
1: If you got a problem, don't care what it is. You need a hand? I can assure you this, I can help. I got two strong arms, I can help. My world's a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's What is the beat? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can't that
0: Back here with Jay Garvin's show with Justin Hermes, Remax Properties, an amazing real estate agent joining me. But this dude is downing me with doom and gloom. Jay, how's it going, man? God, man, I was doing good. I got to go in the corner and paddle myself because you're making me depressed. That's right. Yeah. I, I brought my boxing gloves, so I'm ready to rumble. You, uh, we were talking <laughs> before the break. I told you that Colorado Springs na- uh, ranked six nationally. In survey for hot housing markets, and the only markets that are selling with a higher pace and higher appreciation is Midland, Texas. Get your cowboy boots, Boise, Idaho. Get your cowboy hat, San Francisco. Get your partner. Oh, no, he didn't. (laughs) I'm kidding. And then uh, Columbus, Ohio. Midland, Texas, because of the oil. You know that, man. Absolutely. And then the bottom five are not important. But At the same sense, we've got this article, the existing home prices from Bloomberg News reports are slumped and at a uh, two-year low, and you're exactly right. There's part of the country that actually sales are less this year than exactly the same time last year. Colorado Springs is selling at a slower pace, but the actual sales in July and August of 2018 are higher than the sales of July and August of 2017. Is that correct, Justin?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, what well, I'm just arguing with you, Jay, about it, is that the slowdown's a little faster than last year. That's all. And soak choking on his water, get him CPR. <laughs> get but no, CPR. I'm, saying, the, it's the I'm saying that the slowdown is a little bit faster than the <laughs> slowdown before.
0: Yeah, come on, well, man. No, I'm that serious. makes you know,
2: Stuff above 300 now is sitting longer. Okay, what? 45 days yeah, as opposed exactly. to 25
0: days? Oh, no, compared, 20 days. I'm compared scared. was of the spring when it was going off in 48 hours. Okay, this is what I got problems with. I literally just let two members of my team go because they couldn't sell value in a loan. Everything was interest rate, and it, it's because 3.25% was the norm. I want our days on market to go to 40 to 70 days. You no, know, I want a healthier
2: We're, market, too, for sure, and I want higher inventory. But I'm just saying what bugs me sometimes about these articles... And I read them, too, mm-hmm. is I got sellers who are above half a million,
0: and we're sitting on the market a long time. Yes. And what is a long time? How many days? 90 to 100 days. 90 to 100 days, I'm telling you, is not long. It's a return to normal. Yeah, it's a return to normal, except on the north end. The
2: six hundred, seven dollars 700000 houses in Tri-Lakes, those are still going fast because you're getting the trickle down. From Denver. Denver. But the south end here and the higher end above half a
0: million is tough. It is. It is. And, hey, you and I told us there's one, like, on Specker. Is that the name of it? There's Strickler? Strickler. With a great, great family. And there's one, like I told you, I'm going to sell one on Polo. Hey, do you think that's going to go? That's where I say all zip codes and neighborhoods are not created equal. Or We're, time of the year. Or, I mean, I, I look or, at,
2: I seriously, you look at, historically the last three years, boy, if I was selling a house, almost February, March, March April, April, a
0: little bit of May. First and then 10 we, days and, of May. Yeah, and then we see it drop Give me the high down. five there, baby. We're back on the same track. I gave him a black eye, but now oh, we're agreeing we're again. Back. And here is the point, Justin. My, my point is this. We are in trouble. If you're a community out there and you don't have a City for Champions oh, project coming yeah. on, I'm telling you, the big takeaways, where do we see the uh, City of Champions taking us? In the next twelve to thirty-six months, it allows us to stay in the game of the hottest, talked-about, revered communities in the country. Oh, exactly. Now's the time. I mean, come on, we're number one
2: U.S. news and world report, and we're just and investors are feeling good. Yeah. I mean, you got Widener Apartments, and they're savvy. They got like eighty-something developments in North America, so they it's do. not like they're going, "Well, we really believe in Colorado Springs, and this is going to be our our first shot at trying something."
0: Yeah. They've no, they... had success, and they're throwing forty million just around that stadium. Absolutely, and they're doing it with confidence. Fasten your seatbelt. When the real economic recovery has arrived, the day Broadmoor starts doing bulldozers on the next Brownstones project to the west of the International Center. They did it to the south of the International Center with the 26 units. Remember, they did that uh, 1998 to 2006. They did all of that. When the Broadmoor breaks ground on that expansion, because businesses don't guess. The group that's putting that development for the switchbacks, their name is what? Widener Apartments out of Seattle. Widener Apartments. They're, they're not rolling their dice. They no, know no, exactly I mean, what, what I, that's they're that's doing. What they know people. they're yes. going to be. And you see the Hilton
2: downtown? They got guys working for Hilton that are 10 times smarter than you and I. Absolutely. They're not going, well, I think the next five years will be good. They're going, all right, this is a 50, 60 Well, years. back up a minute. A majority of my listeners are ten times more smart. Than okay, I am. twenty times, maybe. Twenty Is times. Is that better?
0: Twenty times. Yeah, but I
2: mean, come on, look at it. I mean, you see the Hilton going in. Uh-huh. You see these guys putting forty million in. They're not guessing. I mean, you and I may buy an investment property at three hundred, four hundred
0: thousand, and make a little guess. And
2: yeah, you know, we are educated. We look into it. But when you're throwing forty million at it, I mean, that's what I look at. You know, your in the indicators. Who's
0: investing and. Where are they investing? And I'm going to try to follow them in their trends. And I would agree with you by the fact that the Widener Group, yep. that's what you said, is making that that I am saying that that is the leading edge of proof. Yeah, and who
2: cares? I tell people, like, the stadium's not a big deal. Look at what's going around it. Drive down in Absolutely. that area right now by Sugars. Yeah. My mom loves that place. A favorite restaurant, yeah. but look at the condos going in. Yeah. Look at where
0: the Southside Johnny's was. Absolutely. And if you don't drive down in that area, you just wouldn't know. And those projects are important, and the City of Champions project is just, well, there is two out of four right there on that block. There's... I mean, two out of five on yeah, that there's block. there's five now because there's split three the arenas, out of five yeah. downtown in 80903. But that's going to do amazing things. So if you're listening now, because City of Champions and what it's going to mean for our city in the next one to five years is number one, it's going to be an amazing entrance for the North Gate. what gateway, is gateway? Uh, the gateway. The Visitor
2: Center there at the Air Force Academy.
0: 40 acres just to the west of the freeway that's going to stretch along the freeway just so we can talk a little bit about people. Know that we have the museum right now. That's 50% complete. We now have that Northgate Visitor Center that's going to be 40 acres. But like you said, the fuse is short on that one. They need to get their land contract with the blue and gold contracting group. And I think they'll get it done. They'll get it done. The third one... UCCS, UCCS. Yeah, Sports Med, Sports Med. That one I know less about. I know that they've acquired the land. They're they're moving faster along than they yeah, are. Yeah, they with broke. The Air Force. They broke ground. Yep, they broke ground, and they're saying that that is going to actually bring forty thousand extra patients a year, with more than thirty percent, twelve thousand of them outside the state. And I'll do research. I don't know where they're coming from and how they're, but I'll do that. I'm well, just do... look at UCCS in general. Yeah, I mean, fastest come on. growing campus. And those things help sustain the growth. Now, the last one, which we're going full circle, is the Widener Apartment Switchback that's Stadium and then also the uh, CC Tigers. So That's uh, the only one I
2: don't like is the CC Tigers. They, yeah. They're doing too small of a stadium, 3,000 seats. I think that will hurt them. It should be 5,000 seats. That's the only thing I disagree with on all the projects.
0: And you know what? I'm going to end right there because I agree with you, and I think it has to evolve from a 3,000 to 35 or 4,000 – stadium footprint and you've got to address the parking the one thing i do like that i'll say in final all of these projects no colorado springs taxpayer dollars that's right which is amazing and that's what makes us unique we do that and fix the potholes we'll be in good shape so please make sure that you listen to justin's podcast he's got a radio show launching in january january listen he really keeps people updated appreciate you coming in and i'll see you same time Next month, my friend. All right, thanks, Jay. Have a nice day. Don't go anywhere, listen to these important messages, and I'll be back summarizing the Jay Garvin Show, The City of Champions.
1: Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Mondays and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you are
2: about
0: with me, what an exciting segment with Justin Hermes. Just an amazing real estate agent, uh, less than 30 years old, really representing the Main Street population and the generation. A lot of people call them the Millennials. I call them the Main Street because that's where they are. They live downtown. They're the biggest generation. They're in the Main Street of our society. But with this City of Champions, I want to give you more meat, appreciate you, tuning in. I've been talking about the City of Champions. I do want to review, like I said, with an update, taking a closer look at the City of Champions. And then the big takeaways are where do I see it going in the next 12 to 50, 60 months, one to five years? How will it actually affect you? And what can you do to prepare So in reviewing again, it's a four-part, now a five-part project was introduced by Mayor Steve Bach in December of 2013. You have to have a considerable plan and project underway within the first five years. That means by December of 2018, that's why they rushed for the third phase of this for the uh, Switchback Stadium and the CC Hockey Arena. And then it has to be fully complete and done within 10 years, which, of course, is December of 2023. So the first one, the Olympic Museum downtown is actually right off of Sawatch and I'm reading an article here that says that it is literally 50% complete. It's interesting because it's expected to open in the summer of 2020, which means they've got less than two years of full construction left. It says most likely the construction is going to be done next year but then they have to do all of the added features of the pedestrian walk that goes over the railroad tracks. They talk about all of the land preparation around it. It's great because they've finished the South Cimarron Interchange and I-25. They've also finished America the Beautiful Park. It's interesting that facility started at $50 million, then 60000000 million. They're saying that the $85 million facility now will feature interactive displays and exhibits about the olympics also the paralympics for athletics and events it'll include a walkway over the railroad tracks that i just mentioned and that's going to link the museum to america the beautiful park there's also going to be a hall of fame there's going to be a theater a gift shop a cafe a broadcast studio will all be part of the project it's interesting that over 50 million dollars of the cost of the stadium is financed by private donations the Urban Renewal Authority bonds that have about 600000 that actually come from the city. I need to see whether those are paid for by the taxpayers in new money or just the redistribution of the general fund. And then, of course, we have the matching from the state spurring the entire project. It also states that just that portion of the project, just the museum, is going to spur $2 billion dollars, in private investment over the next 20 years right in that area. And this is very important. If you look at the renewal zone in downtown Colorado Springs, just north for the most part of Cimarron to the east of I-25 and maybe to the west of Weber all the way up to but not beyond like Boulder Street, is going to be $2 billion of investment with additional downtown office buildings, condominiums, restaurants, and such. Now, going over the second phase is actually the uh, UCCS Sports Medicine and Performance Center. I actually know the least about this one. They've broken ground. That's going to be just north of Austin Bluffs or Garden of the Gods, east of Nevada as you travel north, and that's going to be a sports medicine performance center for Colorado Springs, the University of Colorado at Colorado Springs. I stated with Justin earlier that they're going to expect 40,000 patients in and out of there with 30% coming from out of state, 14,000 net new out of state visitors will accompany patients as they go through that and I think that's going to be sports medicine related, Olympic related, and university related. A key component of this development is a UCCS health and wellness village which will ultimately include a handicap access track And facility and I believe this will my own opinion come in to interact with Olympic athletes Paralympics and such now the third one which of course I talked about with Justin the most was the Air Force Academy Northgate Welcome Center 40 acres they're still in negotiation even for the land 23 hectares about 40 acres and this is going to be right along the Santa Fe Trailhead Center it's going to include that visitor center of course It's also gonna include a hotel. The visitor center will be to the north of Northgate Road going into the freeway on the west side of I-25. And the hotel and office and retail space and an indoor skydiving facility and access to the Santa Fe Trailhead Center will all be to the south of Northgate on the west end side. And the proposed lease, of course, is with the Blue and Silver Development Partners and fourth, which has been broken into two parts, the downtown switchback stadium, which is going to seat about 10,000 individuals. And then the Colorado College Arena that is arguably low right now, accompanying 3,000. Even Justin Hermes said that he believes that should be at 5,000. I think they're going to land somewhere in between. Right now, the median attendance for a game is just over 4,4200. 4,000, I think it should look packed but also they want to make sure that it's not too small, that they're going to lose revenue dollars and lose some very dedicated fans. So with that being the background and the $120 million plus shared tax incentives from the state, where do we see that project being in 12 to 36 months? I see that being a continued spur in the development of Colorado Springs, keeping us on the front page or at least one of the first conversations of developing metropolitan areas and communities around the country. Number two is that this has to start to attract employers and jobs in higher revenue industries, the IT industries, the manufacturing industries. A stereotypical company that I would love to see more of is Sierra Nevada that went around that uh, enterprise zone of the airport. Now there's been a couple other small European countries that are in high fabrication craft contracting professions steel fabrication mechanics upholstery all of that that goes into aircraft manufacturing because as you see we are known as a call center but those actual positions and titles and jobs come and go we also have been an area for nonprofits and denominational within religion and church and denomination sectors but nonprofit jobs are not as high-paying as manufacturing jobs. It was a real boon when Intel was going to come off a Garden of the Gods, and I don't have enough time to go into the sad unfolding of that project, that company, and how it ended up in Albuquerque. But we need to have the elected officials and the team officials in the city in order to become prepared and maintain an offer and a transition of a company. I'm predicting in the next 24 to 36 months, we're going to have a major announcement, an employer that's going to come into Colorado Springs or the immediate El Paso County that has a thousand jobs or more, and hopefully we'll see several of those. Because if we don't, we will not see continued appreciation as it affects real estate, and we will not see the continued wealth and infrastructure expansion in Colorado Springs. And how will this actually affect you? How it's going to affect you is with the construction, just like we're going to be affected by the expansion from two lanes to three lanes per direction between Monument Hill and Castle Rock, you're going to have to deal with construction and congestion. If you're at the south end of town in and around Cimarron and Sawatch, there is going to be some congestion during the construction. There's a lot of kickback around Dale Street and Nevada where that uh, CC Hockey Stadium is going in. You're going to see some construction and some congestion in around University, whatever that development is on North Nevada with the Costco and the Lowe's and all of that just by Garden of the Gods and Austin Bluffs and Nevada. And then, of course, you're going to see some. We're already seeing some construction and congestion up at the North End the academy where they're doing some drainage issues by Northgate, but that's going to turn into some construction issues and hopefully that will affect very little aside from people going in and out of the north end of the stadium number two it's going to affect you by the immediate areas if you're a landowner to the positive and a renter to the negative in the cost of renting or the value of land in and around those areas automatically you're going to see an increase of value in glen eagle simply because of this northgate project for multiple reasons not only a more desirable place to live but just during the construction phase you're going to have a lot of temporary workers that are there that are going to need housing in a temporary more immediate location people are going to be far more likely to rent there than they will down in Security, Widefield, or Fountain if they're working on a long-term basis on that project. But most importantly, and how I'll finish the show, is what can you do to prepare real estate-wise and mortgage-wise? You want to do your history and do research in these zip codes, in these neighborhoods. The City for Champion project is the exact reason that I did the show that zip codes and neighborhoods are not created equal. I'll tell you, if I got to throw out a zip code, the hottest zip code in the top five around it over the next three years for you personally in your investing and in a buying decision is 80903 downtown. You have three out of five of the projects happening right in 80903. That's going to increase the values and increase your investment beyond 50% appreciation in the next five years. You've also got 80904. You've got 80905. You've got 80907, 80909. Those are all going to be areas as well. So as far as it concerns real estate and mortgage, those are the areas that you want to get into. You want to get into earlier rather than later as we've got an increasing trend in rates. I'm going to talk more next week about what kind of buyer you are and how you can prepare. And also I'm going to talk about this. Federal Reserve and what we can see with the predicted increase in interest rates. So I hope this radio show on City of Champions, A Closer Look, has been beneficial to you. You can tune in again on Monday or Tuesday evening if you're listening on Saturday, hear the rest, or contact me directly at 719-330-1457 if I can help you with your next purchase or refinance loan or answer a question about this radio show. And as I state, at the end of every single show, I would Hope that you could go grow and prosper. Tell somebody close to you that you love them, because that's what matters in the end, your relationships. Not even the City for Champions project. Your relationships and your memories are the only thing that you can take with you. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, and your purpose in life, pray to God that he would deliver it to you, because that's what I found in you, the radio listener. Someone that I would come and have a personal conversation with every single week to add value to your life. And I'm so incredibly blessed how much value you have added to mine as well. So have a great week. Make sure you go to ChurchillColorado.com. Sign up for my September, October, or November classes. That is going to be my last set of classes this month in September. I'm going to teach about how to buy a home. You can sign up at ChurchillColorado.com. In October, I'm going to talk about your home, your mortgage, and your retirement to seniors that are 55 years or older and then I'm going to do the investment property class in November, right before Thanksgiving, before we close out the year. So make sure you go and visit, and give me a call at 719-330-1457, only if to just say hello. Have a great week, and looking forward to talking to you again next week. I might walk a little funny, but my walk is me. I might stutter when I talk, but I say what I see. I don't agree with every other little thing that's proven.
1: The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I don't know why I come here.